0: Welcome to the Gatecast, and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy, and the city of the Ancients, Atlantis.
1: Are we going to go with this, Mike?
0: I don't think we've got much option. I don't think it's going to get any better.
1: Fair enough. Hello, good evening, and a slightly spotty welcome for some of our guests. To GateCast episode 178, covering Stargate Atlantis, season 1, episode 14, Sanctuary. Brad, would you like to say hi? Good morning everyone, Brad here from Victoria, Australia.
0: Oh, this is going to be fun.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You won't be able to hear this because of the... Truly godlike editing skills of Mike, but we mostly can't hear Brad. We're getting occasional words. To be honest with you, it feels like the movie The Dish, except I think they were getting a clear signal from the moon at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only communication related movie with Australia that I've come up with off the top of my head. It was a fun movie.
0: It was a good movie, yeah. Greetings, everybody. Thankfully, Brad's recording his end of the audio, Alan's recording his end of the audio, so hopefully. As you say, a little edit here, a little cut and paste there. It'll all make sense.
1: As much sense as it usually does.
0: Yes. <laughs> we may be asking Brad to repeat himself more often than not, though, during the episode, so uh, don't worry about that.
1: On the bright side, it will cut down on the amount of dead air.
2: <laughs> I'll just stay with twice.
1: <laughs> I am laughing heartily on the inside.
2: <laughs>
1: that can only be said with a Swedish accent. Strangely enough, that is actually the way you speak the language. It screws up the pronunciation if you don't actually do the upy downy bit. Anyhow, Brad was a last minute addition. I woke up at about well, I got me out awake at about eight fifteen, and after I'd fed the damn things, I went back upstairs, switched the machine on, and discovered a message had been sitting there for three hours saying, "Could I be added? And could you possibly send me the file?"
2: <laughs>
1: I don't just do them what they laugh.
2: <laughs> yes, I was lying in bed and just about to fall asleep and rolled over and see my phone flashing and it was my boss saying that my load had been cancelled, so my three o'clock bedtime turned into ten o'clock.
1: And this week's weather report. For a brief shining few hours, we actually had double digits here. (laughs) It were ten. That's practically too short and short weather by our standards. By uh, Glasgow standards, it's naturist weather. Ooh. Ever thought to yourself, I'd like to listen to a Star Trek
2: podcast? That's different. I'm ready to irradiate your existing brain cells. Oh. How about one with an English host? T.L. Gray-Hot Or a news section? Accessing library computer data Or one that can help you navigate for the latest Star Trek news?
3: Can anyone remember when we used to be explorers? Well,
2: not quite. But, Trek News and Views will bring you the latest news with either review or discussion from a wide variety of co-hosts.
4: Oh my! Don't accept anything less. And you people,
5: you're all astronauts on some kind of star
2: trek trek news and views itunes Stitcher radio and on the trek fm website other similar podcasts are but to be discouraged
0: that was the promo for colin's trek news and views podcast part of the trek fm family and it's a place for all things star trek including reviews of episodes and movies discussions on elements of the franchise, and friendly chats with guest lore. Check it out.
1: Right, are we duly queued? I'm good to go. And kitty-catted. I've no idea where they are, by the way. They're not in the room. Brad, is your line head cocked?
2: No, it's just disappeared.
1: I'm looking at the same file you are, so I know there's a line on there. (laughs) You're using Media Player, aren't you? Yes, I must go to my local 4 letter German shop because I'm actually out of sparkly water. Oh, I didn't call it sanctuary. I called it ATL Vol 04 D12242. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I renamed it when I downloaded it. I learned from my previous mistake because last time I just viewed it directly from Dropbox, and that's why it only went for 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> Oopsie!
2: I'm, I'm getting good go.
1: at interpreting every fourth syllable. The important thing is you can hear us.
2: Yes. The only problem with radio, you can't nod your head and agree politely.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm taking that last burst of static to indicate that Brad is ready.
2: I'll do my Jodie Foster impression. I'm okay to go. I'm okay to go.
1: Oh, right now it sounds like your Jodie Foster impression in the movie Nell.
2: <laughs> no, that was a poor contact impression. I
1: just that hope poor... that was Jodie Foster, otherwise I just want to rather flatten myself. Because it's different nearer is funny. <laughs> in this scenario, if you're Jodie Foster, am I your dad?
2: Or are you the alien? It
1: been mean, funnier if it had been the alien taking on the shape of her dog. Have a joke at the, uh, you know, Jolly Foster's dog it is God.
2: That movie did need a talking dog.
1: Hey, I saw the movie Ted Boyce in the cinema. I thought it was bloody hilarious.
2: I can't comment, I haven't seen that yet.
1: If you like any of Seth's humour, you'll enjoy Ted. If you thought he was close to the line in the TV shows, this is all the shit he couldn't get away with on television.
2: <laughs> Just hearing Peter Griffin come out of a teddy bear, it's sort of a little bit off putting to start with.
1: Well, no, he, he over, he really, really, and Mark does as well, he lays the Boston accent on thick. I mean, you mm. could slice bread with it. Unfortunately, at no point does anyone in the movie say chowder. <laughs> right, if we all good to go?
0: Yep. Yep, let's give it a go.
1: Ever three, ever a doe, ever a hen, clicky. <laughs> fade to black, fade in on previously.
0: Oh, wraiths. always like a wraith. And we're just wearing a t shirt that fits. Wind machine.
5: They dark. Sometimes a few hundred years have passed before they awaken again. We've visited many, many worlds.
0: All excerpts from Rising. You are doomed
6: as are any
0: humans
4: that stand in
0: our way. The ancients were
6: researching ascension. What exactly is ascension? An advanced stage of being where they were able to rid themselves of their physical bodies and rise to a higher plane of existence. One in which they, they live as pure energy.
0: Yes, just in case you haven't been watching SG-1, which I suppose is there might be people only watching Atlantis.
1: Indeed. Chase! Nice.
0: Oh. oh, oh, chase me! Chase me! Yes,
1: sir. I recommend shooting back anytime. Now. Try! It. Oh, thank you, Rainbow, for Captain. Obvious. <laughs> yeah, weave a bit. That's why I recommend shooting back. She's right. Ducking helps. Start a
6: short-range fighter only a hive ship around here somewhere then we need to get out of here yes we do
4: the stargate is the other way sir on the other side of the planet yeah we're taking the scenic
0: route well that's it you, you'd think drones would be able to fire in 360 degrees you don't have to be actually pointing at the target aircraft
1: yeah but our mm. of the physics is really only oh i'm pretty sure i fixed it well
4: obviously you didn't perhaps we can lose them in the atmosphere of the
6: planet two more darts on our two o'clock I see
1: him, McKay! It's not like I'm holding back on you! <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Fly by. What yeah. did he do? <laughs> Ooh, what oh, i You
0: gonna say. Normally dots don't operate by themselves.
1: What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: whatever it is, it's not fond of rape.
1: No, but it seems to be catching up to the ship. Ooh
0: <laughs> There goes McKay. Told you to hang on. He wasn't listening. Hmm, Datic in space.
1: And he's back. He sprang up fairly sprightly. didn't he? (laughs) Yeah, I did fall down, honest. I thought for sure you were (laughs) dead.
0: You could Uh, be dead.
1: Rodney, over the optimist.
0: (laughs) This could be the afterlife.
1: (laughs) What do you say we find out? Yeah, let's go exploring this planet with a weird energy weapon which didn't kill us this time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's chance our arm and poke at the beast. Let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, see if we don't lose an engine
0: pod or something. Sanctuary. Season 1, episode 14 of Stargate Atlantis. Gatecast, episode 178. The episode was directed by James Head and written by Alan Brennert. Mm. A couple of unfamiliar names for the Stargate franchise. World premiere in the UK, January the 18th, 2005. In the US, February the 11th, 2005. Yet yeah, I'm still getting a date for Canada, November the 29th, 2004. Oh. Mm. If any Canadians know why uh, that date exists and can actually explain it, I'd like to hear. Who's <laughs> with the same title Rescue Me, Angel, Legend of the Seeker, Deep Space Nine, Human Target, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, and Nikita. James Head, the director. He's uh, done episodes of Eureka, Reaper, Endgame, Blood Ties, Shattered a Dead Zone, Wolf Lake, and Battlestar Galactica. All Canadian productions. Again, another one off director for the series
1: that is quite possibly the dodgiest space shot we've ever had it genuinely looked like you could practically see this string.
0: space lightning it's a good of an explanation anybody. Mm. wasn't that used in Star Trek 2009
1: the Nova <laughs>
6: <Varela>. <laughs> nice but why them and not us well assuming that we're still alive and there doesn't appear to be any damage as a result of the pulse I think we can safely conclude that uh,
1: um <laughs> Rodney's actually at a loss for word. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing
6: I, mean, I, got, I got nothing to conclude. I'm just
1: talking for the sake of talking. Are you sure you're okay? You know how much I hate certain death? You're alive. Uh, Rodney, isn't that you all the time? Ben
0: I mean, Rodney's got to base his uh, guesswork on known facts. I suppose he could make it up.
4: Any weapon that impressive would have to be powered by. Serial point module. That's right. All right, we need to get down there. I gotta put down check for damage, anyways, before we head back to Atlantis.
2: Yes, but he is a man of science. Yes.
1: Uh, Jepper's actually given Rodney something to hang on to. Downtown Vancouver's nice this
0: time of year. <laughs> Looks remarkably like the same lake from Child's
2: End.
6: There is a weapon somewhere down here, sir. These folks didn't build it.
2: Not okay. these kids. Yes, that is remarkably similar. <laughs> Possibly because
0: it is. That's it. Let's spy on the natives. That never goes wrong.
1: To you, Taylor.
5: Stargate is an orbit, Major. My people could never have ventured here.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> <we've> duh. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got a spaceship.
1: Venture, yeah. So once you're not venturing, as brothers, you're fine. Rainbow's regretting the tank top now. His arms are getting a bit chilly.
2: You think they would have learned after the experience with the Janai?
0: Lovely ladies.
1: Painted men.
0: <laughs> Into tattoos as cultures.
1: Hmm. Hi.
4: It's okay. Friendly. Hi. Run away!
0: <laughs> <laughs> the costume designer, Christina McGuire, it's said in a resource was made available to me. That was the first time they were able to pull away from all the brands and the earth tones used in the show so far.
1: Ah. Yes, bright primary colours. I remember going shopping with a friend looking for a jumper and he's quite depressive and dark and he couldn't find anything with a jumper or sweatshirt that wasn't in a bright pastel colour. <laughs> he got really annoyed. He was looking for a dark grey or a black or a dark brown, you know, all he could find were all these happy, cheerful LSDs type colours.
0: This is a very small community, but very mixed bunch of people. Races, colours and everything.
1: They're mostly shaven-headed.
0: I mean everybody. You know, you've <laughs> got the examples of the cultures from all over our world.
1: Something I was reading in the first Echoes of previous Conversations book about a JMS saying he deliberately brought as wide a mix as possible because sf always had the token black and the token asian this is the first time at least in my own lifetime that people from another land have come to us
4: Oh, well, we came by ship flying fang allows us to move from one world to another another world
5: from among the stars you see in the night sky we are
1: peaceful explorers. This is smile number three, conciliatory and slightly condescending.
0: Well, she's going to do better than the other three, because <laughs> came on the wings of a bird. Hmm. You know there's nothing wrong with this planet, because all those people haven't got their uh, phones out recording the event. Yes.
7: <laughs>
6: is um, Athar around? We'd, uh, we'd love to talk to him. We're uh, friends.
3: Athar is friend to all, and with us always,
1: even now. Of course. Hyathar? Ah, McKay. McKay's
0: not going to be very happy with this world. He doesn't handle religious or spiritual
1: very well. He doesn't know what the wraith are. Wraith? Pale skin,
4: sunken eyes, suck the life out of you with their hands.
0: They either know them or they don't.
1: (laughs) Never. Why aren't there more of you then?
5: And there is no mention of them in your
6: history?
1: None. I can assure you that for many thousands
4: of years, we have lived here in peace.
0: I was going to say, where exactly are you going to (laughs) go?
4: Could you excuse us for a moment? Uh, Of course, please. I must tell
6: the other abbots of your arrival before we go to meet with Chaya.
4: Chaya is?
1: The High Priestess of Athar. This is a great day for our people. Ours, too. Ah,
0: yes. <laughs> we have visitors, somebody new, and we also have coconuts.
1: But we don't have people running around banging them together and asking questions about waiting for them on Maiden pigeons.
6: <laughs> well, this this planet is protected by an ancient weapon. This just confirms it. Does it? Well, there's no other explanation. I mean, the power requirements for something like that must be astronomical. Only a ZPM could generate that.
5: And yet, they do not appear to be technologically advanced.
0: Well, it could be an ancient weapon, but then again, why wouldn't an example of it be on Atlantis? Hmm.
1: Rainbow's been remarkably trustworthy. Oh yeah, let's face it, <laughs> what happened with the Genie? Yeah. It wasn't that long back. Yeah, it learned from your mistakes, you're still in season one. Yeah.
6: i am better still. the ZPM, not that we'd steal it or anything.
4: Let's just try to stay on our best
6: behaviour. I'm always on my best behaviour.
0: <laughs> Ask the priest if they've got any uh, hidden hatches. Mm-hmm. Zara, played by Robert Thurston. He's been in Smallville, Psych, X-Files... MacGyver, The Dead Zone also in the episode of Stargate S U one Redemption
1: uh, McKay, as always, delighted with exercise
0: <laughs> Well, I'm with him, you know, we've got a fly machine there, we could easily just have taken it and gone up the hill
1: mm, Anthropologically speaking, you don't want to do too much cultural contamination
0: now, At this point, though, they still believe that these people are hiding something like a lot of uh, thigh there
1: <laughs> She's not hiding much Not that much <laughs> I'm trying to see it now, it's not actually transparent that does appear to be underwear under there somewhere.
2: Just. Hello.
1: Glory to
3: Athar. Welcome. And rest.
1: Thank you, sister. She's got the smoky eyes already. The half-lidded, sensual look. Yes. We're uh, we're brand new, in
4: fact. Major John Shepard.
3: I am called Shiasar, and you are.
4: Captain
2: James T. Kirk, Starship Enterprise. <laughs> Proculus, planet was
0: initially called Brokul Horum in an early script.
1: Yes.
3: You must be tired after your long journey. Shall I prepare some tea for us?
4: Well,
1: I was hoping you were going to say just that.
0: <laughs> Charm level
1: 100. And uh, Shepard's sort going, yeah, what's the you've for? <laughs> And he goes,
0: especially on Taylor's face. I've seen this before, when he met me. (laughs) That didn't go anywhere.
3: Truly terrifying. My heart goes out to your people, Taylor. It is not only
5: my people who suffer, Chaya. The wraith have awakened from a long sleep, and this entire world is safe from the culling that has already begun. Even Atlantis, with all its wonder, may not survive the onslaught. It is our hope that Athar could grant sanctuary here on Proculus. Sanctuary?
3: For so many.
4: Well, we're not talking about everybody in the galaxy showing up at your doorstep. This planet is pretty big, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not that big. (laughs) Come on, Ford, seriously. You've been around long enough. Yes, based on this one
1: example that we've seen. Indeed. Because, I mean, she might be able to take out a or two, but could she whack a hive ship? Please. Rodney, best behaviour. This
6: is as good as it gets, Major. Chaya. The only reason we are alive is because of a powerful energy weapon that emanated from somewhere on the surface of this planet. It destroyed the ships that were shooting at us. That weapon is what's keeping the wraith away.
3: No, Dr. McKay. It was Athar who protected you. Athar? Yes. Athar saw you were in need.
1: Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: McKay, just shut up.
2: Yeah, sit there and be quiet.
1: This is Rodney in his best behaviour.
2: <laughs> McKay, shut Subtle.
1: Rodney and Sotler are about as familiar as me and
0: Sotler's. He's being a bit of a dick, but he's making an assumption that she's hiding something.
2: Oh, he doesn't give it up for the whole episode. He keeps pushing.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> if she's hiding something, it's certainly not in her clothing.
0: Ooh. <laughs> okay, just. We do? Okay, I take it.
1: Yeah, it sounds a little unbalanced, though.
0: She's falling for it. Keep going.
1: Well, she's <laughs> falling for him. <laughs> Please stay
3: here.
1: I don't know how long this will take. Yes, you do know <laughs> exactly how long it will take.
0: As we come to learn, the inhabitants of the planet—they are, you know—they are totally in the uh, dark about everything. Yeah. She's playing a part for them more than anybody else.
1: Sounds remarkably similar to the Asgard arrangement, doesn't it? Hmm, it does. Perhaps
5: Chaya is simply unaware of the weapon's existence,
1: or she knows and she wants to
3: keep it a secret
4: from us. Doesn't strike me as a lying type either. <laughs> All right, let's just see what Athar has to say.
6: So, pay no attention to
0: the man behind the curtain. Hmm? Exactly. I <laughs> was a reference. We hadn't had one of them for a while, even in SG One.
1: They're not in SGA as much. No. Most of them are made by Colonel O'Neill. I've read the synopsis. I have a greater familiarity with this episode than I know it would purely from memory. Hmm. I did a little research. So I googled U.S. Air Force ranks. Okay. USAF not only lists the ranks but the 2013 pay scales for them. The reason I looked up the US rankings, by the way, was because uh, I wanted to see how much of a jump there was from Major to Colonel. Hmm. Our Divine Mother. Ooh.
3: I'm afraid she cannot countenance any other people but her settling here.
1: And you
6: really had to chant all that time to come up with that.
0: (laughs) OK. I got any duct tape.
3: (laughs) Athar understands and sympathises. These wraith are a scourge among our stars, but she has to place the lives of her people first.
6: Well, I think we both knew what you were going to say long before you even went in there.
1: Yes, we did. Yes, well, you know what they say. If you can't fix it with duct tape, you don't have enough duct tape. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Complete and utter
1: selfishness. Rodney?
6: If Athar existed, she would be ashamed of herself.
1: We ask only to be left alone and in peace
6: so untold thousands possibly millions of people will die out there when they could have been saved all in
1: the name of a thar how very very peaceful of you oh hey you are being a bit of a dick here even by your standards this is old school rodney mm. and i'm sure those were her exact words
0: that's enough you're upsetting the chief priest yes let's get this straight even if you're talking about using this place as a forementioned sanctuary mm-hmm. are they going to take the gate out a little bit and put it on the planet
1: do they even know how to do that
0: you can sling a rope around him drag it down through the atmosphere
2: Well what's keeping it in orbit? Its own little (laughs) Those three little pods. But it doesn't have a DHD so it'd be on the ground by itself. You'd still need a paddle jumper to dial out.
1: You know, that's something that's not been adequately explained. How do they know if it's a space gate or not when they dial it? How do they know to take a jumper rather than just walking through? So they always send a mouth through an unknown stargate. Yeah, so have a mouth something they come through already. (laughs) Yes, but
0: they
2: lost the first one.
1: (laughs) Are there some mouth floating around in orbit somewhere?
0: Well, they may have found something similar to Aquino on Atlantis. Mm.
1: If you would ask
4: Athar to consider that we are her people. Even though we come from very far away, we're the same. We're human. Which means we're not strangers, we're family.
2: Family? Yes. Brother and sister. I think there'd be a little logo there beside the address. You have angered Athar. No, interested Athar.
1: Evening Breeze. I was kind of hoping it was
3: a sign from Athar. Your words are most compelling, Major Shepard. Thank you.
4: I was going for compelling.
3: Do you truly believe we are family?
4: We are. I can prove it to you. How? Come back to Atlantis. See who we really are. Once Athar learns more about us... This is acceptable.
0: When it gets all smoochy, forget that remark about being family. <laughs>
1: you cannot leave.
3: Athar is with us always. No matter where we are, Zara
1: come back to Atlantis although we seem to have a distinct lack of razors (laughs) well it really
0: works. the commentary track for this episode was done by Rachel Luttrell and Tori Higginson Uh it's a lot of fun but not very heavy on details on the production side of the episode which is one of the reasons why I tend to listen to it
7: welcome to Atlantis thank you I hope you don't mind but our doctors do require a medical exam of all off-planet team members and our visitors but after that perhaps you'd like a full tour I would love that Major Shepard has already promised to do so. Of course he has.
0: Of course I have. <laughs> of course he has.
7: <laughs> Please, if you'll follow me to the infirmary.
6: Maybe I should tag along in case you have any questions the Major can I has. think I got to handle, Rodney. There are a lot of systems you know absolutely... Got it covered!
0: And Rodney's left standing there in his daughter. If you want to interest a woman, don't go insulting her for the first two
1: hours of meeting her. And productive. This isn't actually a medical scanner, it's a tanning bed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Laser hair removal.
8: Hold still. Just a minute more. Well, my dear, it seems you're just as lovely on the inside as you are on the out. If health is synonymous with beauty.
0: You see, Carson's got it done. The nurse is smiling. Chaya's smiling. I
1: think the nurse is. Are you? I think the nurse fancies her. The picture perfect.
8: Did you bring these machines back from your world? Some. Others are Atlantean technology that we we'll figured out how to use. And a few. Well, I haven't the vaguest idea of what they do. <laughs> Hopefully one day I have a chance to meet one ask Alaska myself.
3: Do you know what happened to them?
8: Well, somebody turned to Earth after the war with the Wraith. That much we know. But we also know that some of them ascended. Ascended? To a higher plane where they exist only as energy.
1: He really does. But he's being all charming as well. He can't help it. (laughs) Yeah. Ask the question (laughs) ascended. What's that? How would I know anything about that?
0: Yeah, you know, they haven't got hardly any information from her, but
2: she's learned more in five minutes <laughs> talking mm. to Carson. Yes, I'm telling her a lot.
8: Are we done? Are we? Healthiest patient I've ever had. Off you go, love.
1: <laughs> Rapid healing. Was he hoping to find her in a gown? <laughs> yeah, probably. He hopped happily off the bed. Even Carson, she's emitting a glow. You know, it's like giving your brain a hot bath.
6: <laughs> Take another team back in the jumper. Scan the planet for energy signatures.
1: Chai's people won't have
6: a clue what we're doing from orbit unless they're a technically advanced race that are pretending not to be, which has happened
0: before. You know, we've commented during the season on the state of clothing for the females, mm-hmm. particularly Taylor and Weir. That's a serious push-up bra. She's all punky. Pick. They always seem to get issued pants up the wrong size, which explains <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> So even the actresses themselves are making a point that the costume isn't perfect.
1: Hmm. Well, the t-shirt seems suitably pert.
3: How many of you are there?
4: Counting all the Athosians on the mainland, might get a couple hundred, which leaves a very large empty city. Right now we're living in one section because we don't have the power to spread out more than that.
1: Yes, well, that's true. What do you think so far? I
3: think it's wondrous. But ultimately the decision is up to a thought.
1: I think we're getting circular around the same uh, corridors over and over
0: I think so. It's amazing you don't even bring that subject up. Mm. <laughs>
2: just keep going left.
4: I can't talk to a Thar. I can only talk to you. So let me ask you this: What if the shoe was on the other foot? What if your people were in trouble and we could help you? Would you just take no for an answer?
3: It must have been very hard to live your entire life under the shadow of the Wraith.
0: Yes, very hard. <laughs> Mike.
4: Taylor and her people have known the race forever, but when I say we're new, I mean we just got here. We're from another galaxy, a planet called Earth. Earth? It's very far away. You know those clusters of stars you see in the night sky? Some of them are called galaxies, and they're even further away from you than the stars. Earth is in one of those galaxies.
3: You came through the stargate.
0: That's right.
3: And can you not simply return?
0: Playing everybody very subtly.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And they love it. Background people. Busy-looking background people.
4: I uh, thought what we would find here would be worth the risk. And is it? So far. Ask me again when the
0: ratio up. You say again, in the commentary, they made the point that they used lots of the same extras for the non-speaking parts to generate the continuity. If you see a face, you'd recognise them, even if you didn't know the names.
1: I also note they're not shooting the floor very much, presumably because there's little X's of tape to indicate people's marks. <laughs>
8: Probably.
7: <laughs> I'm happy for... Why did we need to see this?
8: Because, Doctor, she's too healthy. What does that mean? There's no trace of any diseases or congenital conditions that you typically find in pre-technological societies.
0: Hmm. Very healthy human female.
8: Hmm.
1: Hi.
0: I could probably figure out what that meant, Rodney.
1: STDs? Did he have to mention <laughs> STDs?
0: Test for everything you know. You know Shepard.
8: <laughs> I can't say that for certain without visiting the planet myself. But if this data is accurate, then people in Proculus... Live in optimal health for a very, very long time. You make it sound like some sort of a, a... Paradise. Aye, because it is. And that's a problem because... Because human life, quite simply, Dr. Weir, is more fragile than that. I don't care what galaxy we're in. It's unnatural.
1: Ah, uh, Carson's confused. That's an interesting
0: point. All those people long-lived? hmm or are they just kind of a normal lifespan and not influenced by uh, an ancient being in the midst?
1: How dare they be healthy? I have a sore back and arthritis.
0: That looked like the Riker manoeuvre. putting <laughs> his leg up.
1: <laughs> well, it's up as a precursor to over.
3: Even though you control all of this? I'd be
4: lying if I said we controlled it all.
3: This
1: place is so far beyond us in so many ways. Yes, yes it is. What he's hoping is, are you beyond me in many ways? <laughs> <laughs> J.S.R.?
0: Played by Leonora Varela, a Chilean actress. She's been in Dallas, Human Target, Arrested Development, Monster Wolf, and has done a lot of Spanish-language television and movies.
3: Major Shepard. I prefer you call
4: me
0: John.
3: John. How did you make enemies
1: of the Ray?
4: That was my fault. Yours? I basically woke them up trying to rescue some people they captured. They didn't take too kindly to that.
1: Yes, yeah, this was my fault.
0: Well, he likes to admit it to everybody, do not he? Get it out of the way. Indeed.
1: Stop showing her everything. Why is he showing her stuff that is of a major security level? They don't know her. They don't know if they can trust her. This,
4: this is...
2: Uh... Nope. I'm
6: sorry, Major, we haven't the faintest idea what... It...
0: When they were actually talking about things that Atlantis lacks, mm. internal sensors, long-range sensors... Mm-hmm. So what she just activated, a device that's got internal sensors.
3: <laughs> what does this machine do? Oh, we don't
4: know, not yet anyway. The Atlanians were good at lots of things, but...
0: Poor old groaning. <laughs> Been trying to figure out how to get this started for days.
4: You know, Dr. Weir is anxious to talk to you.
3: Will I see you afterwards?
4: Enduring.
0: Enduring. Yes, conference room table B. The one without the whole... The
1: non-Polo conference table.
2: (laughs) Closed configuration.
7: Hmm. Knowledge should be a benefit to your people. Such as? Well, you've seen the sort of technology we possess here. We could help you down a path to a more industrialized society, but at a pace that will maintain your planet's ecological balance.
3: Your scientific knowledge is impressive, Dr. Weir. But we have no need of it. Athar provides us with everything we require.
4: Well, food just doesn't show up on the dinner table.
3: You do plant all your own crops. Of course we do. We can show you ways to increase your crop yields. We grow the food we need to live. Anything else would be gluttony. Building materials then. We have abundant timber and iron ore to forge what little metal we need. Athar is kind.
1: That's true. Because we already live in perfect health. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: This negotiation isn't going very well. What would you give somebody that has got everything? We do have the occasional death match, though. Mm. Any warriors? <laughs>
7: Earth's people don't share a single spiritual belief. We embrace a number of different religions and philosophies Christianity, Buddhism, Judaism, Islam, Hinduism,
1: Kwanzaa,
0: Jedi, followers of the holy TK. The list is endless.
1: Oh, no, you've got the Star Trek battle music in my head. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> the winner gets to mate.
1: The <laughs> winner gets to mate with the Thar. <laughs> yeah.
0: And becomes the new high priest. When do we begin? It's all worked out in the end.
6: You got it working? Yeah. Well, do we know what it does? It would appear to be an internal and external biometric sensor array. See, now, sadly, I understood that. You know, where did all those Saturnets go? These seem to be the biosignatures of everyone in Atlantis. How can you tell? I had to tell that mess. I've been working on deciphering the ancient logarithms. I suspect this was designed primarily as an early warning system to signal any alien presence in the city, like the Wraith. And you're saying that it activated when our
1: visitor touched it? Oh, yes. This is where the she may have activated the wrong thing. Yep.
6: I mean, she could be some kind of an alien, and this thing knows more about her than we've been able to decipher. Look, someone should be keeping an eye on her.
1: Major Shepard is.
6: Oh, I'm sure he
1: is. Not entirely for the reasons you think. Dr. Weir asked him to. Yes, the problem is uh, Major Shepherds are keeping an eye on the right bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, McKay.
0: Always yep. look on the negative. Well, <laughs> ah, <Yeah.
1: well>, McKay.
4: <laughs> Chai mentioned she wanted to see the best view of the city at night, which I think is atop the Southwest Pier. And since it's such a long walk, I thought I'd bring along a few provisions.
5: Continuing our efforts to secure a treaty. Exactly.
4: Yeah. As our ambassador.
2: <laughs> Focus, John, focus.
4: I'm an ambassador, and she is a diplomat.
5: On a late night... picnic?
1: Yes. Hey, look, I, I got more lines in this episode than I have in three weeks. Military
5: ...officer here in Atlantis, that you feel a heavy burden of responsibility.
1: Have you brought a raincoat, John? <laughs> that looked like a heavy basket.
0: Considering this is, you know, nighttime, there's a hell of a lot of people about.
1: Presumably there's still an active shift.
0: I thought they had enough people to run, you know, a two or three rotation. I would imagine they would go the normal diet... Di- oh, I can't even pronounce the word. Diet off? That's it. Hold on.
1: Thank you.
0: This looks like John's trying to, you know, warm himself up, working Taylor over. <laughs> <laughs> Practice makes perfect.
8: <laughs> sure.
7: You know this because? Well, I'm not allowed to have intuition. You? know. Oh. I asked Major Shepherd to keep an eye on her.
6: Well, which is like asking the fox to guard the hen house.
7: What?
1: But he wants to get rid of her. <laughs> Let's face it, I'm sure people have written McKay Shepherd slash...
7: The woman set up an alien alarm. Come on, you don't know that for certain. Now, Grodin says you are nowhere close to understanding what the nature of that device is.
1: There are too
6: many unknown variables. So there's the, the energy weapon, the fact that they claim never to have seen the race. What about the fact that she's essentially a textbook case of healthy?
7: All very mysterious, yes, but what does it prove? So we should give her a one-way ticket back home. There is obviously something very different about her, yes, but that doesn't necessarily make her a threat. It
6: doesn't rule it out either.
7: Then for the moment, I think what we could gain by securing a treaty is worth the risk of her being here.
0: Fine. I'm surprised Rodney hasn't gone back to the planet looking for the ZPM.
1: <laughs> yes, unfortunately, that's clearly composed. Mm. I can almost see the little lines around uh, There's a green screen behind them.
3: Then I am honored.
4: When McKay finds out, he's going to kill me.
1: Athar will save you. Oh, good. <laughs> yes, Athar will well, save you. She has absolute authority on that.
3: <laughs> I can't imagine wanting to do anything but eat all the time with such a variety of foods. Yes.
1: What was she all about the gluttony earlier?
0: Well, there's only so many coconuts that you can eat.
1: Yeah, especially considering according to Castaway, coconut milk is I'm oh,
0: right. <laughs>
3: I'm fascinated by your many religions. So many beliefs, so many philosophies. Yeah, we got a few of those so many contradictory faiths. That's a bit of a mess.
2: Too good to be true. And what has he got? Ah, grapes. Ah, wine. <laughs> it's strawberries and chocolate.
1: <laughs> Where's the oysters? I mean, you're in the fucking ocean. You tell me you don't have any oysters? Lean over
2: and pull the pot up.
3: I wasn't completely truthful with you about something.
0: She's a dude. And perhaps the people of the Pegasus galaxy took one look at oysters and thought, you've got to be kidding me, I'm not eating them. <laughs>
3: coming here and being with you it me what it was like not to be alone
0: hang on a minute this casual date is getting serious did I just hear my phone ring
3: what
4: <laughs> I mean nothing it's just that this is the first time I've been in a romantic situation with a woman from another planet and it just strikes me as really um wrong no god no just just funny.
0: Look, this is going to happen, she's thinking. This is going to happen.
3: (laughs) You said it yourself. We're both human. Yes. We are. And I'm really
4: glad you didn't say family otherwise I'd have to leave.
1: Incest is best. Put your sister to the test. Of course not, dear.
4: I'm not going anywhere.
0: John's moving in. Slowly but surely, he approaches the target. A few comforting words to ease any doubt, And yes, he's there. Let's not forget, folks, it's been a while for Chaya. Or at least that's what we are led to believe. They could have had him, you know, pulling his jacket back on or something, just to emphasise the point.
4: Major. Uh, Rodney, uh, what are you doing up so late? I
6: was just, um... I couldn't sleep, so I was going back up to the control room to do a little research. What about you? Oh, no thanks. No, I mean, what were you doing up so late?
4: I'm always up late, Rodney. (laughs)
6: <laughs> the whole uh, captain kirk routine is yeah. a let's
1: just make it flagrant
0: <laughs> true the <romancing> the <laughs> it's good that mckay's a uh, fan <laughs> of the original indeed. series indeed
1: <laughs> well why wouldn't he be I do becomes your business it
6: becomes my business major when an alien woman who is clearly not who she claims to be has the ranking military officer wrapped around her little finger
0: you think <laughs> oh watch it watch it rodney
6: You gotta believe me when I say there is something about her. I know it's intangible, but I can feel it. I said don't go there!
1: Touchy, John. Touchy. Yeah. He's gonna punch him.
6: Major, I'm just recommending that in the meantime you keep your.
1: She's behind you.
0: (laughs) She's crossing her arms. No, no. Oh, she's following her arms. And pursing her lips. Yeah, that's never good.
1: Actually, it hasn't done the tapping of the feet, so.
0: Fegals.
1: Either people get the reference or they don't.
0: A few unfamiliar faces.
7: Did you sleep last night? No.
6: This is the data from the biometric sensors. I can't tell you exactly what all of these signatures mean, but uh, look at this. These are ours. This, this is hers. There's a distinct difference.
7: She was born on another planet in another galaxy. They're
6: different from Taylor's too. That doesn't mean Elizabeth. She's
7: not what she seems to be. I sense nothing but a very honest and spiritual person. All right.
0: I sense an honest no. and spiritual person. Yeah. And that's not good enough for McKay. <laughs> well, let
6: me sit in. I'll pretend to be taking notes on the laptop when really I'll be scanning her for anomalies. Radiation, EM scans...
0: uh... That's it. Treat aliens with uh, distrust and...
1: Yeah, but if she's not human, isn't she going to (laughs) notice?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's making all these assumptions and statements saying that she's more than she's supposed to be, yet he thinks he's going to be able to surveil her in secret.
3: I admit to being impressed by most of what I've read of Earth religions. The Torah, the Koran, the Talmud, the Bible... Most of them reveal a diverse and deep desire to grasp the divine. So we do have something we can offer you. But I've also been reading about your history. Even now, somewhere on your planet, you are at war.
0: Yes, and we're getting very good at it.
7: I made no attempt to hide that fact from you. Uh Uh-oh. Chaya, we are definitely not perfect.
3: There's a lot about you as a people that I find disturbing. Can that not be said of any people? No.
1: Yes, I'm sure uh, Shepard definitely wants to grasp something divine. Too much of a pun?
2: Yep.
7: <laughs> I do. We're not talking about the people on Earth. I'm talking about every member of my expedition team here in Atlantis, and I'm talking about the friends we've met since coming here, like Taylor's people.
0: <laughs> do she?
3: There are some among you, yourself included, Doctor Weir, that I know are welcome with open arms.
0: <laughs> she knows.
3: But there are others. I handpicked
7: every member of this expedition, and I know Taylor feels as confident about her own people.
1: Do you know Rodney? Yeah, why isn't his laptop overloaded?
7: This is a matter of trust.
3: Yes, it is, Doctor Weir. Have your scans done anything yet,
1: Doctor McKay? <laughs>
0: Sprung.
1: Yeah. See, tenor looks slightly surprised. What? You could have given me a heads up on that one. Yeah, uh, really. Uh, we've said it before, but for this supposedly top-notch negotiator, she's about as saltless rodney on a bad day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sprung. <laughs> you yeah, blown it.
7: I'm sorry, Chaya. I honestly felt it would do no harm. Stop apologizing,
6: Elizabeth. How did she know? Okay, She's an ancient major. She's what? I'm right, aren't I? The perfect health, the energy weapon, the fact that she has the gene, it's the only logical explanation.
4: What the hell are you talking about?
6: I just don't understand the act. I mean, you must know we'd give just about anything to talk to you, to, to learn from you. I mean, what is it? What, are you checking us out?
0: Hmm, checking one of us, yep. <laughs> yeah, keep up, John.
3: He's right. I'm right. I am what you call an ancient. And it is also true that I can never offer your people sanctuary. But you are wrong as to why I came here.
4: Why did you come here? You, John. Me?
3: I have lived in solitude for so long that when you asked me to come to Atlantis, I... Oh, my
0: God, he is Kirk
1: this was never about
0: uh... why not what you've been doing
4: Can we just have a moment to
0: ourselves
1: here? no, no. a moment are you that
4: fast
0: <laughs> you say yeah hey, we want to listen to this mm-hmm. bit of a leap Oh, uh, John's annoyed yeah
1: he made it with a glowing white blob
0: <laughs> so John uh, the oldest woman you've been with <laughs> doesn't even come <laughs> close to this one does it
1: <laughs> maybe a few moments you know give me an hour or something yeah
0: <laughs> something's wrong Huh. Oh dear, lots and Ooh. lots of darts. That's really bad timing, isn't it? How the, how the hell did the Wraith turn up just as he's not on planet? they
3: coming
2: for them. Uh, very bad coincidence.
3: What's going
1: on? I'm sorry, John. Ah, she's gone all glowy.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, having to float away.
1: And the Instadial, bracket TM bracket bracket patent bending, bracket.
4: Taking a jumper back to
7: Proculus. What just happened?
1: There's only one way to find out.
7: Go.
1: Oh.
0: When you know the actual operating system and code of the Stargate, you don't have to worry
1: about. Pressing yeah, blocks. you can just open a root shell. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: I wouldn't advise that. Seems a little bit underpowered.
1: If nothing else, given that she doesn't actually disintegrate them. The amount of micrometeors in orbit would present a serious danger to any ship.
0: Yeah. It'd have made more sense if when the energy wave hit them they just kinda of vaporized.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can't hope
7: to defend them with one ship.
2: I think I'll have to. Although you'd want some sort of remains to stay behind to warn others. Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, has he got a weapon system?
2: Hmm. You can take out two darts, John, that's about it. <laughs>
0: To the rescue.
1: We can not afford an expensive. Oh, we can afford an expensive space shop.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody noticed him yet. Surely when the uh, gate opened up.
1: By the way, why didn't he cloak before he came through? It would have made a bit of sense,
0: wouldn't it? Yes. It mm. would. Oh, nice. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> but they have said before you can't fire weapons while you're
2: cloaked.
1: You've hit two. Only about uh, 200 or <laughs> so to go.
0: <laughs> First army took on a Wraith Dart, though, he used three drones to destroy one. Mmm. <laughs> He's getting more efficient.
1: Thief. I will take care
0: of this. <laughs> oh, you nice little boy. <laughs> that bugger off.
1: Yeah, uh, now she ticked off. Yes, that was very sweet. If you... That's like petting a pet dog, isn't it?
0: It is, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, aren't you sweet? You brought me a little red rubber ball.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or the school teacher to the 10 year old. Oh, you brought me an apple. <laughs> a world of difference between these two life forms. Oh. Gaia may have been indulging herself and trying to remember what it was like to be corporeal, mm-hmm. but uh, see now that looks like it. When they were first on it, they got the lighting right and mm. it looked pretty damn good.
1: No, it does look like it. That's palestine mm. rock. At least
0: she's had a change mm. of dress.
1: Well, considering she can basically call the dress from, she's every woman's wardrobe fantasy. I wonder what this would look like in future.
3: Bing. When I was immortal, I lived here. This was my home. When those of us who you call the Ancients ascended. We were supposed to leave behind us all human ties.
0: And we've heard this before, haven't we? Mm -hmm. From Omer and Zamsfeld, who I can't remember his name, all on... The guy with the beard.
3: When their terrible fleet approached, I lashed out with my mind, and with a single thought destroyed them all. The others of my kind did not approve of such interference of corporeal matters. And so I was exiled. My punishment was the unending protection of this world.
0: As punishments go, not too bad...
4: Why pretend to be human at all?
3: So that time to time I may walk among the people, know them as the good and kind souls they are. For thousands of years I have come and gone to the villages, never staying too long to get attached to anyone.
0: Yes, so basically I'd come back for a booty call and then off yeah. I'd go again.
3: <laughs> I have never regretted the choice I've made all of these years. Until now.
1: Yes, every now and again get that itch. You know what I mean? On the subject of Sam, I have uh, reached the conclusion of another character who has the uh, curse of Sam. Who's that? Deborah Morgan. Oh, right. Up to where I am, which is midway through season seven. If you date Deborah, you die. Should have grabbed the shoulders there. If you're a Kirk, shoulder grab.
3: I can never help your people.
1: Well, John,
0: obviously not as good as you thought.
3: I'm not sure I'm going to walk away that easily,
4: and I'm not just talking personally here. Although that's definitely part of it. There is so much more we can learn from you. I can't, Don.
0: So much more we couldn't do. I've got this book. It has pictures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Got the Kama Sutra.
3: However much I wish to help you.
1: So uh, we can never...
3: I can never leave.
1: You can never leave? Well, yeah. <laughs> you come visit. Now I'm
4: flirting with somebody from another species.
3: We're not as different as you think.
4: I think we're more different than you think.
3: I can show you.
0: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> by sharing each other. We will know each other as well as anyone ever can.
0: Woo-hoo.
4: Uh-huh. Okay. Gotta get the car back by midnight, though.
3: This will only take a few moments.
0: <laughs> Brace yourself, John.
1: Just close your eyes. A few moments? huh? Oh. <laughs>
0: can I record this they will not believe me at home bot light on, DJI effect float away that could be Decker and Ilea from Star Trek The Motion Picture (laughs) (laughs) and that was Sanctuary an episode that doesn't get great reviews or scores but I've never minded it, I've always enjoyed it maybe because of Leonore I'm not saying that's a negative. A lot of fun in the episode, especially watching McKay have a...
1: Apoplexy? Well, that'll do. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice word.
0: It is a nice word. It's unusually written. Could be because of, you know, Alan Brenert wasn't a regular writer for the show. You know, so he took a slightly different tack with the characters.
2: Indeed. Oh, I was going to say, it's just different enough to be interesting.
0: Yeah, it was. As our little research bunny, Alan... Squeak. Yeah, (laughs) gave me. Joseph Malozzi. He says he wasn't overly keen on the romantic angle of, of the story. Thought it would trivialise the characters, but he thinks it worked out okay. And I tend to agree with him.
1: Joe Flanagan, not Joe Malozzi.
0: Oh well, you you just put Joe, and so I assume that was.
1: No, it was shepherd actor.
0: Well, there you go. Then that's, that's what happens when you were transcribed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was too succinct. Dammit.
0: <laughs> Normally you'd be putting date. This was written on dates, and not most of A little bit of trivia. Alan Brenert. Writer of the episode, he's wrote for Enterprise, Odyssey 5, Outer Limits, L.A. Law, Twilight Zone, Simon and Simon. A real mix of genres there. He's been around. Yeah, at the time this commentary track was recorded, they were filming season two, Lucy Lawless paid a visit to the set. It would have been interesting if it got here as a guest star, before Spartacus, of course.
1: She was Spartacus? There have been like five series of Spartacus, I'm not sure which one you mean.
0: The first one, the second one, and uh, was she in the third one for a bit?
1: There was blood and sand. There was gods of the arena. We didn't have the main actor from Blood and Sand due to rather terminal reasons.
0: During the commentary, two ladies were making lots of fun about the eye candy on screen. were complaining a little. There should be more hot males in the show. Aliens with lots of hands. Take that as you will.
1: Okay.
0: They got Jason Momoa, so I think there was satisfied.
8: <laughs> Jack, Daniel, are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind.
0: Feedback time. We've got a voice message from Brad from Australia. A simple MP3 emailed to us, which works perfectly fine. And I guess that's about as subtle a hint I can manage to encourage others to send in voice messages. So let's have a listen.
2: Hello guys, Brad here from Victoria, Australia. Chiming in my thoughts on the latest Stargate Atlantis episode, Hot Zone. A couple of little nitpicks of this episode that. Really weren't explained. Like what Stevenson's plan was, they said he was heading for the control room, but not exactly sure why. And we know that there's five Nakota generators in Atlantis, and now that one's been destroyed, later episodes showed that there's still five power in the city. A little continuity error there. And how did Shepard attach it to the bottom of the jumper when, assumingly, they sit on the ground before you take off? Did he hover it a couple of feet above the ground and attach it? Yeah, bit of a weird one there. With nice explosion, and it's it's interesting now, we've blown up so many, that they can precisely count down when it's going to explode. Something else up there, just a little bit hard to believe. Good episode, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: Cheers, Brad. Always appreciated. And yeah, isn't it great how something so obvious as to how to mount a generator to the underside of a jumper leaps out to one viewer but not another? This is what makes having two or more people watching and commenting on an episode work so well. On our Facebook page, we also got some feedback for last week's episode. It's good to be king.
1: Indeed. Brad said, nice.
2: I said, one of the best Mayborn episodes.
0: I replied, yes, even better if I could edit the Facebook post. The text formatting always screws up. And it does. Bloody annoying.
1: Brad says, agree, Jeff. The Mayborn character has evolved so much since those early days into this lovable sidekick to RDA. It hasn't come up on iTunes yet, frowny face. Ah, there, you, there are. you are. You can be Evelyn Douglas, Jeff, if you like.
4: I always love to watch the Jack and Harry show. Thank
1: you,
0: Evelyn Douglas. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's surely a sitcom in there.
1: Jack and Harry. One got shot and the other's crazy.
0: <laughs> I'm Mars McLaughlin, co-host of the Sapphire Diner. Our first look at the Puddle Jumper after seeing that, I wanted one.
1: Brad, I like her character so confident in her ability they can fly up into space and take on an attack without any concern of a power failure or the rear door opening and not knowing there's only two drones. Speed of plot, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's not worry about that, eh? We always get a warm and fuzzy feeling when we get some feedback on the show, so if you'd like to send us something, then please do so. We'll endeavour to include it in the next show or relevant show if that's more appropriate. You can email us, including an audio message, using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. And we have groups and pages on both Facebook and Google+. You can search for us using the generic Stargate or more specifically Gatecast. We are also on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio under Gatecast, and we simply swoon when we get an iTunes rating and review. They help the show get promotion on that service. Twitter seems to be popular, and you can find us at the Gatecast, which is one word. And finally, there is our main website, Gatecast.co.uk, which has a variety of contact and links for keeping our Stargate family all together. We've had quite a, an eventful 45 minutes of recording. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a bit of a foreshadowing. Yeah,
1: indeed. <laughs> Shall we do the sign off and wrap this up so I can feed the cats before they maul me? Right then, folks. That was Sanctuary. Next week we're back at
0: SG1 for the episode Full Alert: A Return of uh, Senator Kenzie.
1: Yay! It's gone back. Yay!
2: It's a very controversial one. Yes.
1: The man, you love to hate. I swear to God, after that episode, I'm gonna need another shower. <laughs>
2: right
0: thanks for joining us hope you join us next week until then take care uh, this has been mike and me <laughs> thanks very much brad for joining us <laughs> we put up a lot with this episode hopefully with the addition of your audio track it'll all make sense
1: yes well this is karma being a complete bitch
0: <laughs> okay then we'll see you next week bye-bye everybody bye-bye bye-bye you've been listening to the gatecast hosted by alan and mike join us at gatecast.co.uk Stargate Forever.